everybody out there, it is uh, the PlayStation Report, episode uh, 148. Hey, uh, Tyler, uh, how you doing? Uh, I'm an, uh, I'm okay, how are you? I'm doing fine. Uh, I- I'm Frank. Uh, I might sound a little bit different today because, uh, you know, it's it's another it's, day. It's your birthday. It Happy is. birthday. It is my birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, <laughs> getting fucking old. Yeah. Welcome to the quarter of a decade old club. Quarter of a decade. All right, I'm two and a half. Yeah. Mm. Well, quarter of a century. <laughs> yeah. What do we I got, say? We got toddlers on the mics today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Hey. Tyler made a fucky wucky. A fucky wucky in my mouth. Mm, no, not no? quite. Not oh, there. Okay. No. Um, too far. Too far. But this is the show. The show where we talk about video games and other nonsense. Tyler, how have you been, man? It's it's been a week. It's been a hell of a week. I uh, what was yesterday was Wednesday. So the day before was Tuesday. Um, yes. Tuesday night. Came home, took a shower, and then started playing some Red Dead Redemption 2. Okay. And all of a sudden, I start feeling itchy. Itchy. Like, this is weird. Then it just doesn't go away. And then I just look at my naked self in a mirror, like a hive-like rash everywhere. Oh, God. And I'm like, fuck. So find out what it was? Well, I'll, I'll get to that. So... Go to the store, get some Benadryl. So I'm like really, I'm really allergic to peanuts. Well, Mm -hmm. nuts in general. And I've had this happen in the past where like I've accidentally eaten some with peanut butter in or something. Then I just break out in this rash sort of thing. Benadryl always has done a trick for me in the past. Because it's not that Benadryl really does anything for the rash. It just makes you not feel anything. Mm. Uh, So that way your body can do its thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're not feeling like you're on fire. So did that. Went to sleep. Woke up the next day. Felt better, but it was still there. Uh, Went through the morning. You know, I was I was fine. And then around lunchtime, it got really bad. I came home. It is all over my legs. All across my chest, my mm. back, my throat, uh, my uh, ears, even mm. just bad. It, it was like it's bubbly. It's just weird, yeah. you know. It's and it was itchy. It was just it very very uncomfortable. And then uh, so I went and tried to get some different stuff from uh, CVS. It helped for a little while, and then around 10.30, it just blew up, and it just, it got the worst it ever was, and it was just spreading so bad. It was basically from my knee all the way up into my armpit, up on my shoulder, my back, everywhere, and it was like so wide, so bubbly, it was disgusting looking, and I'm like, this is really bad. So I ended up going to urgent care um, and they gave me some pretty baller shit. So I feel a lot better now. But uh, what I think it ended up being is uh, we got this new uh, bar of soap. Oh. And, but what's weird is I've used, this is the second bar of soap we've gotten since we moved. And the first bar, nothing wrong. I mean, it was totally fine. But this new one, uh, 
upon doing further research, they apparently changed the formula oh. of the soap. Uh, so we think that might have been the trick because it was it started right after I took a shower, and then it was really only showing up where I, you know, washed my body. Yeah. So I think think that was it. So staying far away from that that soap mm. and figuring some things out. But that that's been my week, middle of my week. Very uncomfortable, but I'm I'm a lot better now. Mm. Tired though. They gave me some stuff that's like Benadryl but stronger. And Benadryl makes you sleepy. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyways, how about your week? Uh my <laughs> week was a little bit better than that. Um well today on my birthday. Birthday. I bought myself a car. Happy birthday. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, uh, I bought myself a vehicle today, and that was nice. Um, Woohoo. Although I, I drove, well, I rode around with my dad for a little bit, and uh, there is a certain dealership out there, and I won't name names because I don't like talking shit on businesses here, that just didn't seem to be trying. The first car I looked at had all kinds of pet hair in it, and then when we oh, popped God. the and when we popped the hood... There was a fucking dead bird under Whoa, the hood. Whoa, are you serious? I'm serious. Wow. Holy shit. I mean, the car looked good, like, outside of that. Outside of being dirty as hell. But yeah. it doesn't look like they were even trying to sell the car. Wow. And they they didn't even offer to reduce the price after seeing all oh this shit. Oh my god. I can't believe that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So I was like, uh... See ya. See ya later. Yeah not yeah but yeah i eventually found a vehicle i liked and it was pretty good from there Mm -hmm. um other things i've done is take care of my cats who are increasingly being the most mouthy things ever Mm. they just yell at me and yell at me if i don't pay attention to them yeah i could play with them for like an hour straight and then stop and they'll be like what the hell you doing right pay attention to me they have all that energy. So needy. Yeah. Mm. But they're good. They're good cats. Yeah. I have to take them to the vet next week. Get their final round of shots and then schedule an appointment for you know, neutered and spayed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'll be expensive. Yeah, that shit's not cheap. It's <laughs> the one thing about cats. Uh, but after that, it shouldn't be too bad. Yeah, because then... Then it's just feeding them. Yeah. You know? And I guess if they get sick, you take them to the vet. But you just feed them. Yep. (laughs) And buy cat litter. And God, cat litter is so fucking heavy. Yeah, it is. Like, you wouldn't think think about it when you get it, but holy shit. And cats just, they shit so much. It's pretty, it's just, it's kind of staggering how much a little cat can just... Yeah, I have to clean the... I have two Stink litter boxes for him, and I have to clean them out twice a day. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Mm, oh. Cats. Yeah. Better than video games sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes they're really entertaining when they do some crazy cat stuff. Yeah. But this is a podcast about video games. And Tyler, I've heard you played some video games. Tell me about yeah. them video games. Yeah, um... Played Red Dead Redemption 2. 
I am in the middle of chapter six, so I'll probably have it done by next week. Okay. At least the core six chapters. And I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying where it's going for sure. Um, Dutch is a fucking moron, a total, total fucking idiot. I would uh, label him a fuckwad. Yes. That's an accurate description of Dutch. Um, Yeah. Like, I'm just, I'm very interested in where it's going to end up because I'm liking where it's at now. Um, Some of the missions, though, are a little unnecessarily long, at least in the opening chapter. Uh, I did the mission with Rains Falls. Mm, yeah, uh, the Indians, and uh, while it was a cool mission going up in the mountains and all that stuff, I was like, "Holy fuck, this is so long! Can we move on, please?" <laughs> like I was just here, like ah, whatever. I mean, it was good, but very long. Um, and, and I just, I, I, I can see where you're coming from. What you said a few weeks ago about like the portrayal of the Indians in this game are mm-hmm. very stereotypical. Uh, I think there was an opportunity there to definitely do something more creative and different in with that. Um, I mean, it, it, it fits the time, but it, it's also like what you've seen in so many different Western movies and stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, but, the, and this is this goes hand in hand with literally, I think, a lot of um, Rockstar games is that like I I enjoy the missions and I enjoy the combat probably more than most. Um, I don't mind it, but man, every mission ends up in just a shootout, and it's and even the missions you know earlier in the game that don't end up in a shootout are kind of the standout missions. You know, because every single one is just like, oh, Dutch did something dumb. Bam, 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 bam. Oh, that didn't go according to plan. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, they Pinkerton's found out about that. Bam, 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 bam. You know, enjoying the storytelling. I wish there was a little bit more variety in the missions uh, here towards the end of the game for sure. But it's cool for sure. I'm enjoying some of these side missions. I did. Uh. The one, I don't know if you did it, or at least I started it. The one in Annisburg, you go into the town and there's this big, uh, big guy. I, I guess he, he's got some mental issues and he's in a fight with a bartender. Did you do that one? Dude, by the time I got to that point in the game, I was like, I am seeing through the story okay. and I am done. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I started that one. It's a pretty pretty funny mission at least the the beginning of it i was like okay this is weird um got found a horse for a veteran guy who's uh got his leg blown off in the civil war but uh his prosthetic leg was stuck on his horse and his horse ran away from him i'm like i'll help you out guy don't worry i got you horse wasn't too far away then walked him back. Arthur Morgan's like, yeah, boy. Sure. It's my favorite thing that Arthur okay. says. Yeah. Sure. The way he says shores. Sure. It's mm. the best. Yeah. I'm, I'm really enjoying Arthur as a character. Just more and more as this game goes along. So 
eager to see how his story ends because I'm sure it doesn't end well because he's not in the first game. So we'll see. So yeah, did Red Dead, Red Dead. I'll probably have it done by next week and knocked out another chunk of Assassin's Creed Odyssey as well while watching some football. And that was fun. Uh, nothing really new there, but I did get into a fight with a pretty badass lion. Okay. With its ass. That was fun. It was like a legendary. There's a whole quest line of uh, that they give you pretty early on in the game of legendary beast that you can go hunt down. So, got in a fight with that lion, kicked, kicked its ass. So, that was cool. Um, and then I think the last thing I really played was uh, Dead Cells. Went back mm-hmm. to Dead Cells, had my best run yet. Um, I got to the Black Bridge in the uh, concierge. So close. So close to getting them on my first try. Now, I was set up for success. I had the um, the ice shard thing where you can freeze everybody. I had fire bombs. I had uh, a legendary bomb uh, called a root grenade that just puts this toxic cloud out and just destroys everything pretty easily. I had some pretty badass twin daggers. I was set up. But just I got out of rhythm. That, that was my problem. I was I was in a really good rhythm, got about three quarters down. And did then, you remember to heal? I did. Okay. I, I totally, I was out of healing. Okay. But the boss changed its pattern a little bit, and I just didn't adapt appropriately. Uh, but it was absolutely thrilling to get to that point. I, I feel myself, even though I that was the first time I played it in a few weeks, like I do, you just feel yourself getting way better at that game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the first area is a breeze. Then the second area, all of a sudden that was hard at one point. Now that's super easy. Third area, same thing. The one area I can't seem to get through, so I just said, fuck it, is the toxic sewers. Huh. Huh. I just never go that way. I'm just fuck it. There are worse levels. I'm oh, I'm sure. So I always just go the promenade of the damned or whatever it is. I think it's the condemned. Promenade condemned. of the condemned. Yes, yes, you're right. Um, yeah. What a game. What a game. And I'm not even into those sorts of games, but yeah. that's a hell of a it's, game. It's a lot of fun. It just its formula just doesn't get old because you know. As long as you keep unlocking weapons, I feel like that's right. a trap that a lot of people fall into is that they try yeah. to pump their cells into like the long term upgrades, like the health flasks and all that stuff. Right. Which it's okay to get the first couple early on, but after that, you should really start exploring the weapons. Yeah, that that's kind of what I'm doing. I, I went, got the random bow and random uh, sword or whatever. Uh, so that way I can maybe have a chance to start with something way better. So I invested in those, which took a little bit. But once you get to a good point, you know, especially with the first few areas, I mean, I ended up with like 30 plus cells by the end of it. So you can really start unlocking shit pretty quick. And I'm sure you'll have even more mm-hmm. in, the, in the later levels. So, yeah, it's good. I love it. I love it a lot. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I played. A little bit of Pokemon Smash as well. We also played some Call of Duty. Yes, that's right. We tried we out did. zombies for the first time. Yes, we did. Um, 
That I happened. It has a lot. <laughs> yeah, we played the Voyage of Despair, which is the Titanic map. That map is fucking rad. I just love its vibe. It's very claustrophobic, and uh, there's a lot to it for sure. And I'm I'm eager to figure out a lot of what it has yeah, to offer. I need to read up on like a lot of the stuff in yeah. zombies because going into it blind can be fun for a couple of times, but then after that, you kind of want to know what you're supposed yeah, to be doing. Exactly. You, you need a you need a purpose. So we played. Because unfortunately you were having bad internet mm-hmm. issues, so we we played a little bit more afterwards. I think we only gave that map another run or two. So we found out where every one of the pack a punch things are, except for one of them. We're missing one of them. So uh, just gotta find that, and then I'm sure that'll open something up. But even still, with that artifact, want to figure out more of that. I saw there is a trophy for surviving I think it's five or ten rounds down in the cargo hold which is where we died one time yeah that that is that the area that was filled with water partially yeah yeah Yeah. and apparently you can drain the water at some point that's a thing because there's a trophy for it so awesome we just gotta figure that out play the other maps so the other map is called nine I believe it's like that gladiatorial arena Mm. map that one's honestly my favorite. So we played it. Now, granted, we were on casual, but because we just wanted to figure out the map and explore just feel it out a bit. Yeah, we got to round 26. Mm. It was fucking nuts by the end of it. That map's really cool. So there's four buildings. Uh, there's an underground piece that connects them all together. There are the special challenges that you do, and apparently... Uh, if you do the special challenges, that opens up something basically to advance the map. Um, so we didn't discover those challenges until maybe wave 15. So by then, it was really fucking hard. We had to, I had to get like 15 knife kills and then a few other things. Um, there is zombie tigers. There is zombie like Kratos dudes that will throw their axes at you. There's big brute dudes. There's these gigantic spider things that will come after you. And then there's the center part, which is like a gladi- gladiator arena. There's also crowd interaction in it. Mm, um, okay. It's really easy to run a loop in that one. And it's just a, it, the vibe of it's awesome. The fucking music's awesome. It's, it's a cool map. All so right. I really want to dive into that one again as well. And then we did one round on the other map, um, Blood of the Dead, I believe it is. Hmm. So this is a remake, remake, wow, remake, I cannot speak, of Mob of the Dead from Call of Duty Black Ops 2, which was a DLC map. Very cool map. Uh, basically, it's a prison. So, And then with this one, they added a little extra to it as well more outside areas uh it was really cool to go back to that map because that was one of my favorites from black ops 2 there is a um a prison guard guy that just keeps following you all the time there's these puppies that you can feed and get this real badass tomahawk (laughs) uh it is a massive fucking map just absolutely huge uh there's a lot of secrets to that one that i kind of remembered but then a lot of them i don't um so gotta play that one a lot more too I really like zombies like it's cool and what we ended up doing custom games which you can really customize a lot of stuff um, but even then uh, doing like 
private matches in a way and leveling up unlocking a lot of new uh, abilities i like how they those aren't uh in black ops 3 they were consumables and they were kind of a one-time yeah. thing now they're actual like abilities you tie to yourself you have like an ultimate ability which is pretty badass uh one of them's kind of like an Aquaman trident sort of thing. Another one is a just completely batshit insane chain gun, which is my favorite because he just mow fucking dudes down. Yeah, it's a hell of a game. That that uh, that round we got to twenty six. I had six hundred and forty seven kills. Oh god, which was a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll have to play a lot more of it. We did end up playing Blackout. Uh, didn't win, though. No. Still eludes us. Well, but it was fun. Someday. Yeah. Exactly. But it, it was a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. Is that all you've got? That's all I played. Yep. All right. Uh, so, we talked about Black Ops. I, um, I guess the... I've played some FIFA 19. I, I'm exploring a little bit of the uh, career mode stuff. Um, but other than that, not much to say about it. Uh, the big thing that I've been doing is playing, going back and playing some more Yakuza 0 and cleaning up some of the uh, completion list on that. Uh, I think I'm going to eventually go for the platinum in that game. But Oh boy. That involves replaying it on Legend difficulty, oh, well. which you can't select in New Game Plus, so you can't bring over abilities and stuff mm. from a previously saved game. Got to start from scratch. Yeah, you got to start it from scratch, and it's pretty hard. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying that. I completed the Real Estate Royale storyline, which I never ended up doing uh, when I initially played the game. Uh, that It's fun, and it unlocks another uh, fighting style. Uh, and that's pretty cool. I, you know, I, I've just, I really like Yakuza so much. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to platinum it before I start Yakuza Kiwami 2. I think I might just end up starting that and playing that through and then maybe going up and cleaning them all up at once. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I just love those games so much too. The way they depict they depict Kamarocho and Sotenbori, and it, it's just really, really nice. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it for me. I I can't think about. Did I, you lose a lot of progress? Though, I did because it? I'm a dumbass and didn't manual save. Oh. Because it doesn't really auto like it's pretty good when you're just playing through the game because it'll auto it'll checkpoint you through story stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. But, like, you have to create manual saves, and I just forgot to do it for a very long time. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. And lost a lot of progress, but yeah, that just means I skip a lot of dialogue as I replay it and watch something on my other monitor. Yeah. Such as Giant Bomb playing through Yakuza 0. <laughs> That's what I've been doing. I've been playing it That's side funny. by side watching them. That's funny. It's, yeah. That... Having a lot of fun with that. Um, I did some more uh, Black Ops multiplayer, and I played some of the new maps. They're oh, good. Cool. They're good what maps. What do they got? I like Elevation a lot. It's, yeah. Are you waiting like a 
high rise building or what? Yeah, it's oh, man, I it's I think it's a remake of another map. I can't remember exactly which one it is, but is it? Because the map, when you say elevation, that comes to my mind is um, oh god, it's from Modern it's Warfare Two. Oh, huh. You were pretty high up, and there was like two different uh, like skyscrapers. Yeah, I I, I remember it. that one also. I'm man, I don't know. I I'd have to go look at it yeah, again. I played that at the beginning of the beginning of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's good. Video games, good. Playing some more Stardew sometimes when I want to kill time uh, just before bed. Working on that Platinum too. although that one's a pain in the ass because you have to beat this mini-game without dying. Mm. It's And it's a really hard game, too. Oh, dear. But yeah, video games. Yeah, it doesn't look like Elevate. It's not what I was thinking of. I think both of these are brand new maps. Are they? Elevation it's kind of reminds me of something else. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe my memory's just bad. Um, but yeah. Let's get into the small bits of news this week. With one big thing. There is one big one thing. very big thing. You think we should just save the big thing for last? Either that or yeah. do it first. Let's... Save it for less. Let's just go through some of the quick-fire things. We have the numbers for the PlayStation Store's top downloads for the month of December. And it surprised me to see this PlayStation 4 games list, see what's at top. Uh, So I'll take you down here from 10. At 10 is Madden NFL 19. 9, NBA 2K19. 8, Marvel Spider-Man. 7, Mortal Kombat XL. 6, FIFA 19, 5, Battlefield 5, 4, Red Dead Redemption 2, 3, Grand Theft Auto 5, outselling Red Dead Redemption 2 in the month of December. Now, it was on sale for 15 bucks. I guess That could be it, but still, holy shit. At number 2 is Call of Duty Black Ops 4, and at number 1, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Yeah. The highest selling game for the month of December on the PlayStation Store. Yeah. I'm. Mm, That's interesting. I mean, yeah, I, that is very interesting. I wonder if a lot of people just bought it out of curiosity. Uh, I mean, it game hasn't been on PS4 ever, so and it was one of the bigger launches in December on PS4. I think the only other major one was Just Cause Four, which didn't not even charged. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of shocking because I I would just think that Call of Duty would be the one you go towards on PS4, but. Hey, maybe there maybe there will be competition up there. Maybe for that knows? style of battle royale. Yeah, competition's good. GTA Five being over Red Dead Redemption Two is just weird, stunning to me. Uh, Battlefield Five hanging in there in the top five though. That's good. Yeah, they're making some changes to that game, and yeah. it's actually pretty soon here in a couple months we're gonna have some big stuff coming for yep. it. Uh, PlayStation VR games, number 10, Creed Rise to Glory, 9, Super Hot VR, 8, Rick and Morty Virtual Rickality, 7, Borderlands 2 VR, 6, Arizona Sunshine, 5, Farpoint, 4, Until Dawn, Rush of Blood, 3, PlayStation VR Worlds, 2, Job Simulator, and number 1, Beat Saber. Beat Saber's good. Yeah. The best-selling PS4 theme 
is a, the Assassin's Creed Odyssey new dynamic theme. Ooh, maybe I should last, check that out. There, there's a Last of Us Part Two LE theme out there too. Yeah, we'll have to see all this stuff. Yeah, mm. I mean the Vita list is pretty similar to how it always is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Although coming at number eight on the Vita list, the Persona Three and Persona and Five dancing five. games. Yep. Like a pack of those games together, so that's cool. God of War Collection taking number one on Vita. Destroy All Humans 2 is the best-selling PlayStation Classic. I think that was on sale pretty... Yes. That was uh, discounted pretty heftily. Yes. I think I need to check out this Odyssey theme, because I've been rocking that Destiny 2 Forsaken theme since it launched, so Mm. need to change it up. Why not? Yeah, I recently switched to a relatively new uh, Monster Hunter theme that they gave that they they emailed me and told gave me a download code for some That's interesting. Monster Hunter themes. So I went and downloaded those and picked one that I liked. Uh, Battle Royale seems to be the trend in video games. It has been for the past 2 years, I'd say. Maybe maybe a little bit longer, but Red Dead Online is no exception because they are going to release some sort of Battle Royale game. It doesn't sound like a traditional Battle Royale when you read into it. Um, but it's a 32-player game. Uh, there, There's a play field that shrinks. And there's... Yeah, it's last last person or team standing. Um, small player count for a Battle Royale. Yeah. We'll see. I think it could work for um, for this game. It also depends on how big the uh, area is that you're playing in. I think that that could play a part in that. If it's a large area, it could feel a little too empty. Yeah. We'll see. The Rockstar Red Dead Online is still technically in beta, even though. Can you? I wonder if you can buy the premium currency right now. Yeah, I don't know. With real money. Not sure. Because that, that's a weird... Although progress is not going to be reset, it's still a weird thing to sell things in a beta. At least, in my, in my opinion, it's weird to sell things while something's in beta. But then again, PlayerUnknown Battlegrounds did it. Fortnite. Fortnite's doing it. Fortnite it's is in beta. still technically in beta. Which is bullshit. Yes. I fucking hate that label that they slap. I I hate how they use that label. I don't mind things being a beta, but I hate it when devs and publishers abuse that label. Yeah. As an excuse for things that might be wrong. Oh, I didn't put it in the news today, but did you see um, Epic got a failing grade from the Better Business Bureau? Yeah, because their customer support is very bad, apparently. Which that's a very fixable thing. You know, sometimes when you're t- when you're big, you need to hire a bigger team to handle that yeah. stuff. I mean, Valve's customer support's been pretty bad for a while. I think they've gotten it better recently, but there's there were some pretty bad stories on Steam with that stuff. But it's not like Epic doesn't have the money to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh well. And the last bit of numerical data we have for you today is that the PlayStation 4 is 
almost at a hundred million dollars. I mean, hundred million consoles sold. Five million sold during the holiday season. It's this is awesome. Yeah, for PlayStation. Really interesting to see like how that how the trend pans out. Like, are there going to be more PlayStation 4 sold this year than there were last year, or is that growth not going to happen? I don't think it's going to happen, uh, but I do think they'll still have a very successful year. Definitely will hit 100 million. Yeah. Well, yeah. So they sold 18 million PS4s this year. They sold 20 million last year. Mm. So so I think that, that trend's going to go downward. I think it'll also depend on if any of its major if any of the major exclusives get out to help push some sales um so yeah also spider-man has sold nine million units which is very good for an exclusive game yeah very good i am just man i wonder what they what they think like with all these playstation 4s out there what do they do with the PlayStation 5? Yeah, I mean, with it still selling so well, it's like you kind of don't want to cannibalize that at all, mm-hmm. you know? You don't want you don't want to uh, create resentment among people who just bought a PlayStation 4. Right. Be like, hey, there's this thing that plays games that you can't play. Right. Backwards compatibility has to be a thing. <laughs> I, I really think so. With that... Um, and then also, you know, the software lineup is still great between first and third party. Like, no one's really calling for new systems right now. Mm-hmm. Although it, the thought of them is exciting. But I, I just wonder if they announce it this year. Like, if 2019 still is a successful year, even if it is a year where Sony's a little bit more quiet. I wonder if they announce it this year or if they just wait until 2020 and do it then. 2020 seems like a good time to release the console. I think that's when everybody thinks it's going to happen because by then that's seven years on the market for PS4. Uh, I think, you know, 2019, fuck it, make it one one last great year. Maybe some of those uh, first party titles get out. Maybe they go into the first half of next year, you know. Mm. Yeah, I I still think there's a very solid year and a half to two years left for PS4 where it'll still sell very well. Where do you think it's going to end up in terms of total sales? Mm, I what number are you thinking? Well, by the time they stop manufacturing them, yeah, um, I'd say around 143 million. Whoa, it's it's a lot. I'm thinking about 120. Whoa. Well, if they if yeah, they sell one twenty to one twenty five, I think is where it might sit. Yeah, actually, yeah, uh, that seems a little I'm thinking bit more sensible. I think it's well, it depends because in Japan they tend to like leave these things on and keep manufacturing the, mm-hmm. like the old system because that's just how yeah. the economy is over there that they do buy keep buying the old stuff. I mean, if if unless some totally goes sideways, I think they're in for a solid 15 million maybe this year a little bit less but still good which would put them a 106 and then you still have another solid year in 2020 potentially maybe in 2021 so that's where i'm gonna land i'm just thinking like the the tail of like the playstation 3 was so long yeah it was 
It was PS2 as well. PS2, yeah. So, yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, you know, because when PS4 launched, there was so much. Like the PS3 had a long tail. There were so many cross-gen games for a long time. It'll be interesting to see if you know PS4 to PS5 is the same way, or if PS5 you know, is backwards compatible, then that might not matter. Yeah. You know, we won't see that as much. We won't see as many remasters early on. Might see new titles. People will be more willing to move on to the new console if they can still play their old games. Right. Right. <sighs> yeah. Some interesting things to think about in the year coming. Yeah. But the biggest piece of news this week, Tyler, just dropped today. Yeah. Bungie has gone independent of Activision. Well, they are in the process of going independent of Activision and will officially do so. Uh, It's... hmm. So they released a statement. It sounds a little bit... I don't know. There are different parts that sound... Different levels of cheeriness. (laughs) Should I just read this whole thing from Bungie? All right, so this is Bungie's statement straight from their, uh, their blog here. On Bungie.net. When we first launched our partnership with Activision in 2010, the gaming industry was a pretty different place. As an independent studio setting out to build a brand new experience, we wanted a partner willing to take a big leap of faith with us. We had a vision for Destiny that we believed in, but to launch a game of that magnitude, we needed the support of an established publishing partner. With Activision, we created something special. To date, Destiny has delivered a combination of over 50 million games and expansions to players all around the world. More importantly, we've also witnessed a remarkable community, tens of millions of Guardians strong rising up and rise up and embrace Destiny to play together, to make and share memories, and to do truly great things that reach far beyond the game we share to deliver a positive impact on people's everyday lives. We have enjoyed a successful eight-year run and would like to thank Activision for their partnership on Destiny. Looking ahead, we're excited to announce plans for Activision to transfer publishing rights for Destiny to Bungie. With our remarkable Destiny community, we are ready to publish on our own, while Activision will increase their focus on owned IP projects. The planned transition process is already underway in its early stages, with Bungie and Activision both committed to making sure the handoff is is as seamless as possible. With Forsaken, we've learned and listened and leaned into what we believe our players want from from a great Destiny experience. Rest assured, there is more of that on the way. We'll continue to deliver on the existing Destiny roadmap, and we're looking forward to releasing more seasonal experiences in the coming months as well as surprising our community with some exciting announcements about what lies beyond. Thank you so much for your continued support. Our success is owed in no small part to the incredible community of players who have graced our works, graced our worlds with light and life. We know self-publishing won't be easy. There's still much for us to learn as we grow and independent as an independent global studio, but we see unbounded opportunities and potentials in destiny. We know that new adventures await us all on new worlds filled with mystery, adventure, and hope. We hope you'll join us there. Yeah. Are you shocked? Oh, man. 
I am shocked that Activision allowed them to get the publishing rights for Destiny. Mm-hmm. Yes. Although, I wonder, like, what if Activision was like, what are we going to do with it if Bungie's not on board? Yeah, that, I, I, I can see that because without Bungie, there really isn't Destiny. Well, um, I mean, if they tried to keep doing Destiny without Bungie, they'd probably have to not release a Call of Duty every year. Yeah. And that's, right. <laughs> financially, that's probably just not an option for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I there's a, There's a whole bunch of things with this i mean this is well let's say this bungie was never owned by activision they were just in a very what seemed to be a very strict partnership with destiny of they had to deliver a lot of expansions in games they had to deliver something big every year which you could tell was a little taxing on bungie you know to just constantly crank this shit out all the time and they they definitely made changes with destiny 2 that just felt a little gross felt very activision yeah, not only because that's did who they, activision is yeah. not only did they have to release stuff every year they had to do it in a way that was monetizable beyond yes. the purchase of the content they changed like the shader system which was a really cool thing in destiny 1 to be something that was monetizable and i quite frankly have barely even touched in destiny 2 because it's just gross and i hate it you know, so it'll be interesting to see if they peel back any of those things because they're obviously things that the community does not enjoy at all. I mean, I know they have to still make money, so they're going to have to have those microtransactions in there somehow to keep the game going and, and make more content in the future. But some of those things, I, I'm curious on how they'll go. Yeah, I don't mind them selling shaders as long as the shaders worked the way they used to. Like, right. if they had premium shaders that looked rad like is you know the, the kind of stuff you see in like the call of duty skins for guns and stuff like that yes. where they're like active camos and stuff like that yeah that look that are animated and all that kind of stuff like if they have premium stuff that you can just apply to your things great but the way it is where they're consumable things is just it's bad yes agreed the the other thing is that uh, Activision put some a lot you know support behind Destiny as a property like they owned it. High Noon Studios helped develop Forsaken basically, you know, and that's an Activision studio. Now they said that both of them still going to support Destiny too, but now De- Bungie won't have that support, but they also won't be under this pressure to get something out mm-hmm. in every year, you know. If it's not ready, then maybe they push it. Bungie is a big, very big company, but uh, that that's just another, another thought I had of like, okay, well, they're not going to have that support anymore. Uh, so it's it's like a win in and a lose on that end. Another thing is like, it was, you know, a month or two ago that Activision came out and said that Forsaken was disappointing to them. From a sales perspective, it didn't get as many people back into Destiny 2 as they wanted. And I, I just, you know, Destiny is a big property. It makes a lot of money. But I also wonder if Activision looked at it and said, we're okay letting this go. You know, because, I don't know, maybe maybe it's on a 
downturn. Maybe it's just not worth it to them financially. I mean, in a way, it's, probably, it's, I, it's making money, but it's not making enough money to get right. their investors excited. Like they have all of these massive, massive juggernauts, and Destiny was one of them, but they've obviously made a lot of missteps to where it's a little bit lesser than what it was. I don't know. I, I would love to be in a fly, a fly on a wall through the conversations that was going on between Activision and Bungie. But this is the second time that Bungie has pulled itself away from a major publisher and gained independence, which you never really see mm. at all. <laughs> hey, it, it just happened uh, last year with IO and uh, Square. Mm-hmm. That that was another one where they just let IO walk away with the Hitman IP, which yeah. made no sense at the time. Yeah. Definitely. But also, you know, you don't have Hitman without IO. Mm-hmm. You don't have Destiny without Bungie. You know, so I think it's a, it's a smart decision to let Bungie keep, keep Destiny. Because um, Activision already looks bad most of the time. Mm-hmm. That would have been very bad. Yeah. Imagine the Activision that says, Bungie, go away. We're taking Destiny from you. Right. Just imagine that. And imagine what Destiny becomes right. under total control of Activision. Yeah. But I'm I'm very excited to see what Destiny can be without the control of Activision. Because, it, you know, reading this thing on their blog that Bungie posted, they're very happy about it. Apparently, there was employees popping champagne and all excited that, you know, they... They gain independence. They don't have to worry about Activision anymore. They don't have to crank all this content out all the time. You know, be under that thumb. I, th- I think it's exciting what Destiny could become. Yeah. Because now it's a game that I think is very much more community driven than ever. Mm-hmm. I think Bungie will hopefully change things to be, you know, just things the community likes. Obviously, they said that. They learned a lot about for, with Forsaken. This is what they like. This is what they don't like. I hope they go more down that uh, that path, knowing what everyone likes, In because now they don't have to worry about, you know, Activision saying, well, you got to do this. You know, they're totally yeah. free. I'm just curious where this places Destiny 3 does this. Because normally you think Destiny 3, either launch title or launch year title for the next generation of consoles. That's that's where I, I in my head, I'm place, I would have placed it. Yeah. But now without those resources, does that get pushed beyond that? Who knows? Do we see a Destiny 3? That's what I was just going to say. Do we see it? Because obviously Activision would want it, but does Bungie want it? Would they be content just launching large expansions to Destiny 2? I would be okay with that. Yeah. I would love that. But like, the worst thing they could do how does is that, reset everything. How does that work cross-console? Yeah. Unless that, it's backwards know. compatible. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, unless uh, because your characters are tied to your Bungie account, you know, maybe just because of, you know, it's on their servers, you can transfer that stuff over. Because they allowed you to do that between, which it's funny to think about it, that Destiny was on PS3. Mm-hmm. They allowed you yeah, to do man. that. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Destiny was on PS3 De- and 360. PlayStation 3 had a long, leg, a long, long tail to it. Gosh, that was 2014. Yeah. Whew. Wow. I wonder if there's anyone playing those versions. 
Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm sure there are. Yeah. Yeah. You, there, people are in different situations with what they can afford. Yeah. I'm sure there are people out there playing PlayStation 3 Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. But, yeah, that's this is really exciting, and I, I can't wait to see what, what they uh, drum up. Yes. With all this. Me, too. Hmm. Very exciting. That's, that's all the news we have for this week. Man. Is there a drop? Probably no, there not. isn't. I, I looked. There's not a lot of video games. Not a lot of video games. Video games start coming out next week, I think. Yeah. Next week, next Friday, we have uh, Ace Combat. Yeah. I mean, tomorrow, if you're a Nintendo person, you get the port of New Super Mario Brothers. Mm. And isn't could be Jump cool. Force next week, too? Uh, No. February 15th. Oh, Jump Force. no, there's a Jump Force demo out right now. Right. That's what it is. Oh, well, yeah, now that you said that, um, Resident Evil 2 getting a demo tomorrow. Yeah, but you can only demo. play for half an hour. So if you yeah. uh, get up and do something else while that's running, yes, don't and do that. And then also Dead or Alive 6 got pushed. Hold on, I'm going to look it up. I I don't know the new date. Um, there was an, a release date announcement for a game that I played two years ago at a PSX, a little over two years ago. Uh, Future Grind, finally getting a release date. Oh, cool. They told me soon, two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh, that's later this month on the 22nd. Mm-hmm. That's a rad-looking game. I'd, I'd urge you all to go at least check out a trailer of that. Yeah. Uh, Dead or Alive 6 got pushed two weeks comes out March 1st mm. alright otherwise I can't think of much yeah there's not much else to say <laughs> well, what you gonna be playing I are you gonna get back into Yakuza motherfucker I will at some point I just oh, yeah, you I need to finish Red Dead before oh I, I started Kingdom Hearts I didn't mention that at the top oh, of the yeah, show you did. I started Kingdom Hearts that plays like an old ass game but it yeah. is an old ass game it is a very old ass game where are you at um, Deep Jungle. Okay. I went a little bit out of order. I should have went to the Coliseum before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we'll see. I I can probably get through the level. Right. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah, you need to finish Red Dead. Yeah, that's my plan. Which, Red Dead. Man, if you finish I, that by, by next week, you have a whole week to play Yakuza. <laughs> actually, Sasquatch Odyssey, sorry. Or Sa- oh, okay. Because I'm... Dude, I'm, you have bar- a whole, I'm barreling towards the end of that one, too. You like, have a whole year to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah. I well, I also have four games to catch up with on Yakuza. That's a lot of video game. I'd rather <laughs> at least get Assassin's Creed out of the fucking way. Uh, but I'm I'm getting there on that one. I'll probably play a lot this weekend while watching some football. Yeah. Which, speaking of football, quick. Who do you want to win? Uh, I want not the L.A. Rams to win because fuck Stan Kroenke for ruining Arsenal. Stan Kroenke? Who the hell is that? He's the owner. Okay. He owns Arsenal. He owns the L.A. Rams. He owns the Colorado Rapids. Uh, he owns... Oh, man. He owns other teams, too. He owns the Denver Nuggets. He's some some billionaire who owns a lot of sports teams, but wow. he refuses to invest in Arsenal. Ba- basically, news came out today that... Uh, there's a January transfer window, and uh, Arsenal have zero dollars to spend because uh, Stan refuses to invest money. Whereas other teams, 
during the summer transfer window, other teams would spend like upwards to $100 million mm-hmm. or more. We spend about like $50, $60 million, And we're supposed to be one of the top teams. Yeah, what's the point in owning a team, man? Yeah. He, you don't give a shit about he's it. He's running it for his own profit. Yeah. Like he is, he, like, he is, it's, it's bad. It's a bad situation. Yeah. Not as bad as, uh, other teams like uh, Blackpool where it's so bad that the fans are boycotting the team. Well, That's a whole situation in itself, but man, I want not the LA Rams to win. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing the Saints win. Send Drew Brees off. Yeah. I'm going with the, I, I would like to see the Saints win. Um, Rams, sorry. I don't like the Cowboys. Fuck them. Uh, Chargers to beat the Patriots because I'm yeah I'm just tired of the Patriots winning at this point I think you know watching a run like they've had is an incredible thing to watch in sports but they theirs has been so fucking long I'm just like let Philip Rivers win man and uh, imagine that a Philip Rivers versus uh, Drew Brees Super Bowl yeah damn that would be great basically I'm hoping for a Saints Rams NFC Championship and a Chiefs Chargers AFC Championship. Yeah, that would be good. Because both of the games that both of those teams had earlier in the season were fucking awesome. So anything like that, I'm down. This is always my favorite week of the playoffs. I mean, it's exciting to watch the championship games, see who goes to uh, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl's cool. Wild card is could be cool. You know, it just depends who you got. But this is like, now we're down to the really good teams. And there's four games, not just two. You know what I mean? So it'll be cool. Feel bad for the Bears, though. Yeah, Man, the chances of that fucking kicker hitting the upright once. It was changed to a block. And then twice. I did see that, yes. Yeah. I, I did see that. That they just barely they, tipped yeah, the they, Eagles. But still... That dude hit the upright six times this year. Yeah. Whew. Multiple times in that game. Thank Multiple goodness. times on that kick. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness the Ravens aren't advancing because they were right. just dreadful to watch. They were fucking awful. I was really scared that the Chargers were going to blow that 20-point yeah. lead or whatever they had. Yeah. Yeah. Ravens, are, they were horrible to watch. It was into the third, fourth quarter. Like, it was a... They had minus two... Passing yards. What the fuck? Yeah. We've seen time and time again, those sorts of quarterbacks have such a short lifespan in the NFL. Yeah, because they end up taking one bad hit and then they're Exactly. Exactly. Like, you can't have a quarterback that just runs the ball all the time like in college. It just doesn't work. Also, college football championship. What a turd. That was a turd. I didn't watch because I don't give a damn about college football. I looked at the score once and I'm like, okay, it's close. Maybe I'll turn it on because why not? And then I looked at it again. Clemson was up 28 to 16. And then I looked at it again and Clemson was up 44 to 16. (laughs) So I'm like, no, no, I'm okay. Yeah. It's probably just quarterbacks running the ball. But that's enough sports talk for all of you. Yeah. Sorry to uh, put you to sleep there if you're not interested in American football. We'll uh, get back to you all next week. And if you need to get back to us before then, you can do that via email. 
at playstationreportpodcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at psreportpodcast. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel. Yeah. And his YouTube channel at Plugged on Fits. Tyler, it has been a week, and it will be another week until we meet again for this. Well, we might see each other before then, but who knows? We'll have a show for you next week. Yep. Until then, be good to each other, play your video games, and watch football, baby.